from Los Angeles, California, it's Felice Navipod with special guest Pat Francis. And now, here's Tony Thaxton. Christmas only comes around once a year. I wanted more time to see Santa and his reindeer. This podcast makes it feel like Christmas every day. It makes you feel like you're with Santa on his sleigh. Let's all have some fun and spread some Christmas cheer. So grab a Yule Because this show is called Feliz Navipod. Hello, ho, ho. Welcome to Felice Navipod. My name is Tony Thaxton. With me, as always, is Rigby. <laughs> Not your best work, Rigby. Let's time that better. Tis the season, right? Yeah? <laughs> All right. Let's just get this out of the way. If you follow me on Twitter, at Tony Thaxton, you probably know by now that... I am doing a Christmas EP. Some of the songs that uh, you've heard on the show, maybe even a brand new song. But uh, I'm reworking them a little bit and putting real drums on it and uh, spending some time in a real studio instead of me just bullshitting my way through it at home. But uh, I'm blown away by the response. I did a Kickstarter for it and uh, it got funded immediately, but there's still like 12 days to go by the time you're hearing this. So... um, you can go to kickstarter.com and just search my name, Tony Thaxton, or Felice Navipod. If you want to uh, donate at all, uh, no pressure, but because we already got funded. But there's still, you can get a, you can pledge and get a Felice Navipod mug, a Felice Navipod t-shirt. Uh, certain pledges, I'll even write you a musical little thank you. Um, also, just $5 will just get you the uh, EP. Uh, so do that if you can. But if you can't, that's fine too i really really sincerely thank all of you that donated i'm very excited to uh, get this done i'm already hard at work on it and uh, i'm gonna get it done as soon as i possibly can uh so you know you're not getting it after christmas uh but enough about that it's a big day it's our special rap episode let's get to it Hello, ho, ho, and welcome to the show. This is our special rap episode. We got Rigby and me, and a knock on the door. During the rap episode, are you kidding me? Stop barking. I guess I'll get the door. Oh, hey, Pat Francis. Hello, Tony. Hey, come on in. This is fantastic. I love driving here because I passed every single fast food place that I want to stop at on my way home. Yeah? What's first on the list? Well, there's... I saw Popeye's. I saw... There's an IHOP. I can't remember. There's not a drive through there at IHOP, though. There's a drive through No, there's not. There's oh, not a drive through oh, sorry. Is there? <laughs> there was. That would be I don't, great. No, I don't... I if don't there was, so. I would drive through and get a waffle. Yeah? You an IHOP fan? I don't... I could take it or leave it. I... It's just... I don't... There's... I don't see them that often. Yeah. So, when I see one, it makes me want to go there. Mm-hmm. What? Um, uh, how do you avoid uh, uh, fast food row so close to your house? I never said I did. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's very dark on your street tonight, it too. It is. Uh, that'll change soon because it's that time of year now. Oh, people are going to put up all the lights. Mm-hmm. Do you put up lights? 
I don't really do too much outdoor. Mm-hmm. I do. I go go a little uh, crazy indoor. inside. I but, see. There's yeah. a Christmas tree in this room right now. There is with uh, Ringo Starr on top. Oh my god! See? Yes, it uh, is. Yeah. Uh, if you wouldn't have pointed that out, I wouldn't have noticed. Nope. Nobody he's, does. He's very. He's 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 hiding up there. Mm-hmm. Some people notice it and still don't get the dumb joke. Yeah, when people come to record, does everyone talk about the room that we're in? Has that been done a million times? Pretty much, but you know what? It's, it's, pretty, it's, it's, it's a pretty amazing room. Thank you. You should. Uh, do you have pictures of this on your Facebook page at all? Uh, I, I know I've put them up somewhere. I, I should probably. I keep talking about doing it again now that because uh, we've the show has been growing lately. Lots more people have been listening lately, and uh, so I feel like I should maybe do that again. The shelves up around the top. Did you have them built? No, those that were was, here. Yeah. And so oh that was almost a selling point for the house. For I'm me. telling you, were there doors on those, or were they open? Like no, that? It, it was it was just like this, and uh, yeah, because this house is actually a three bedroom house. We did not need three bedrooms. Mm-hmm. We were trying for a two. This was like in our price range, and uh, I saw this room with all these shelves built into the mm-hmm. walls, and I was like, you know what? I know what I could do with that third room. Now, how do you how 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 do you get this room? Why doesn't someone else that lives with you get this room? Well, uh, <laughs> why do you get it? Because I have the most shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. pretty much it's as so if you're a, as that. if you're a pack rat, you get more space in your uh, living quarters. Yeah. Uh, if I if I climbed up on top of one of these shelves, how much dust is up there? Do you dust these things? Uh, not as often as I should. They look pretty. Yeah. Everything looks like amazing. Like every like these Beatles figures. Yeah, I like those a lot. Yeah, from like the animated cartoon, the mm-hmm. Beatles. Which cartoon. have you ever have you ever watched those? It has been a long time, but I bet they're really bad. They're really yeah. I, I uh, somebody put them online recently, like just like within the past month, I think how they're up they, on YouTube now. How are those not on DVD or something? I I think just because no one wants it. Is there, <laughs> like I, it's weirdly a Beatles thing that it, people don't seem to want. Is there like an animal in it? Is there like a talking dog? There's a I believe there's an alligator. Yeah. Yeah. The Good. animation is, uh, I mean... Yeah, I love the way it looks. The way, yeah, the way those the way those the Fab Four look is amazing. But yeah, I bet it's pretty bad. Yeah, and the, the voices are way off. And uh, A lot of cartoons from back then don't hold up. It's a weird thing to do a cartoon that's based on real people, mm-hmm. but then have other people doing the voice. Well, they don't even do their voices in the... Uh, Yellow Submarine. In the Yellow Submarine, which... Yeah. I think I just found out found that out like not not that long ago. Yeah, and I was like, really? It's so weird because with a TV show, I guess I kind of get it. Yeah, because that that's was, a lot of work. Yeah, but, but a, for a movie, yeah, I and they understand. had done other movies. Yeah, I wonder what. I wonder what that. And the Beatles well, weren't like a big touring band. No, well, yeah, they were. They were done touring when they did Yellow Submarine. Yeah, and I think they weren't because there's that brief moment at the end when they actually do appear in the movie. Yes, yes, the yes live, action, live action. And apparently that wasn't even supposed to happen at all. But I guess when they saw like a an early version of the mm-hmm. animation, they liked it so much they're like, "Oh, we'll do something for this now." <laughs> so strange. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. If you got to see the Beatles, you were pretty. Uh, you were pretty lucky. Live. Yeah. Because I'm gonna have to look up online and see like how many how many shows did they play right. like world tour wise? Yeah, because what? Well, yeah, because really, on like it's from the time they first came to the U.S. and when they were done, two years. Yeah, two years of touring, and that's it. Is that your favorite band? They're up there. Yeah. I, I, you know, I yeah, probably so. 
I, I feel like I always have a hard time giving a definitive answer to that question. Then there's always those people, too, that say they don't like the Beatles. Yeah, I I, I have a hard time with those people. Like, if, or uh, at yeah. least respect them. Mm-hmm. Like, if people are like, I fucking hate the Beatles. Like, yeah. How? How do you hate the Beatles? Uh, up until the uh, the Beatles, the, the box sets came out, I only really owned the uh, the red and the blue uh, albums uh-huh. on, on CD. Yeah. And then when the box set came out, I bought it because I'm like, what's well, never going to sound? This is the best it's ever going to sound uh-huh. until the next thing, I guess. But um, I was surprised. There's hardly... There's hardly uh, any song that I didn't know, mm-hmm. even the deep album songs. You're yeah. just, you're, I'm like, oh, I've heard this song before. Mm-hmm. Like every, it was so much fun to just get that box and then start with, uh, what is it? Is it uh, Please Please Me? Is that the yeah. first? Uh-huh. Start with that and then just work to let it be. That was so much fun to do that. Yeah. And I've, I've been uh, a huge Beatles fan for a long time. And yeah. when those came out, uh, it was fun. Did you get the the stereo version or the mono version? I got the stereo because the mono, I think it was pricier, wasn't it? Uh, I, I didn't have. And it, there's a couple records that aren't on it. Which yeah, is weird. so I just got the stereo. But but I did borrow the mono from a friend, so yeah. I, I do have that in my. And yeah. I prefer it. I prefer yeah, the mono. It's it's cool too because yeah. there's a lot of things that I guess they went back to how they were supposed to sound because apparently when, when the translation when they did the stereo mixes yeah. like certain things were just taken out for some reason and yeah. so there's things on those mono mixes that i'd literally never heard before yeah it's pretty cool and, and if i ever see it cheap or maybe i'll look on ebay again uh, i'll probably pick it up because the, those well I, I actually did buy i actually did buy a mono box set on ebay and it came and i opened it and i i owned the stereo once so i opened up this mono box set and I'm I'm looking through it and it just it didn't it didn't seem right. I mean I knew how pristine the stereo box it was. This was a total it was a total bootleg. Uh-huh. It was a total bootleg cuz I then I went online and looked at pictures of you know the 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 albums are each in like a plastic slip kit and all I'm like this is this is so <laughs> bogus. So I actually um Beatles was spelled B E E. It was no. <laughs> but but like a lot of people wouldn't know. Like I think people would get it and mm-hmm. go like, "Hey, you got this for a great price." But I um I actually uh I called Capitol Records and and got someone on the phone and told them about it. Uh-huh. And they said, "Who what's the seller? Tell me send me everything about it." And uh that person had tons of these for sale and those were all like taken down immediately. I said, "Do you want me to send this to you so you can look at it?" They're like, "No, no, no. We just your description is not is it's not right, right? So, um, yeah. So I got ripped off, but um, <laughs> no. Actually, I, I I emailed the guy. I said this is a boot. I, I said this is a total bootleg. Uh-huh. I want my money back, and he did, he refunded my money. Well, at least that, yeah. And, I, that and I got to, but then I still had to report him. Yeah, as you should. <laughs> yeah, because it's not right. Uh, I th- I feel like I have I have come in here and just hijacked uh, any that's, conversation that was. That's all right. There's 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 no there's no real agenda. We just you know whatever. The room usually takes over everybody. So yeah, it, it's it's uh, it's. I was telling Tony that before we had kids, uh, and and my room like this became the baby room. I had like you know so many action figures, Batman and yeah, you're a big Batman all, all, guy, right? Yeah, yeah, big into uh, big Batman guy. I just got the um, the Blu-ray box set of the '60s. Uh, oh yeah, TV series. Nice. Um, what's funny about that is when I was a kid. 
I thought that was played straight up. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't know that it was supposed to be campy or yeah, any me, of that. Me too. I remember thinking that same thing. So when I watch it now, I don't watch it like I did when I was a kid. And I thought it was, you know, oh, they're fighting. Oh, there's a trap and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but yet it's not funny enough to sustain <laughs> my adult interest either. So it's a very weird. Yeah. So I'm watching it with my 10-year-old daughter. Uh-huh. We watched the first episode and the Riddler's in it. And Batman would read all the riddles, and then Robin would figure it out. And my daughter goes, why is Batman here? (laughs) She goes, Robin is doing everything. (laughs) She also said, she goes, Robin's, Robin's, uh, did she call it a suit, costume, whatever she called it? She goes, it looks really cool. She goes, Batman's fat. (laughs) That's what she said. (laughs) Batman. Well, to be fair, your daughter's a huge Burt Ward fan. She's a huge Burt Ward. Who isn't? Yeah. Perfect, perfect, Robin. <laughs> but um, but then when it then when the first episode ended and Robin was in a trap, she was like, "What?" I go, "Yeah." This, I go, "Honey, this is how they all are. They all end, and then they were all two part. And then we come back and and see what happened." She's like, "Oh, that's crazy." <laughs> but I was like, "You know, it's on DVD, so we can immediately watch the second part." Yeah. I go. When I was a kid, we had to wait like a, a whole a, a day. She's like, "Oh, that would be terrible." <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's what I was thinking about that recently with when they did the Tim Burton, mm-hmm. the first one. Yeah. Like when everyone was like in an uproar before it came out about Michael Keaton yeah. being Batman. Like it at the time, why didn't that seem like that made sense? Because everybody was so used to like the, the yeah. hokey, funny version right. kind of. So like you'd think Michael Keaton at that point was mostly doing comedies. Yes. So I'm, it seems weird that everybody yeah. thought that was a weird choice. Yeah, that's that's the least of the problems in that movie for me. <laughs> yeah, it, that movie has so many things. Like I remember did, going because I was so excited. Did you not like it even back then? I did not like it, but I pretend oh, really? I pretended I did. I was like, "Yeah, it's great, it's great," but I would always be in my head. I'm like, "It's not good. I don't like it. Uh-huh. I don't like it." See, like, I, I loved it. Was I was like the perfect age for when that came out, so I loved it. But it is, when, and I can still watch it. Yeah, how old were you in 1989? Eleven. Eleven. See, I was. I was 25 in 1989. Right. So I was like, it was just, it was like, like the, like scenes like, um, when the Joker and Vicki Vale, when he's running her up to the top of the, whatever, the clock tower and, 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 and Michael Keaton runs up after them. I'm like, no, the Batman doesn't run up the stairs. (laughs) It's ridiculous. He throws a zip line up there. He's up there before they even get there. I mean, just so many like little things that I just didn't feel like Tim Burton, knew anything about Batman. Yeah. I don't like Tim Burton that much. I, I think yeah. he's a better like art director or yeah. he has a style and a look, but I don't think he's good with story. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's that good with actors. There's yeah. a handful of movies I, I like. I like Edward yeah. Scissor Hands. I like Ed Wood. I like Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yeah, those are the ones. And I like Beetlejuice also. Beetlejuice. Uh, but yeah, the, and, and I do like the Batman movies, but I will agree that... To rewatch them now, they don't hold up all that. Yeah, well. I did. My nephew and I did it, and we were just like, "Ugh!" And those Superman movies too, man. Whew. Yeah, they're, they're both of them. I feel like they're what I can still watch them just because yeah. they have that nostalgia for me. But yeah, they're not exactly that. Uh, that first Christopher Reeve Superman movie, it it's the first forty five minutes. It's perfect, and then as soon as Ned Beatty comes in, as uh, what's his name? Who does he play? I can't remember what his name was. Uh, oh my god, Mr. Luthor. Yeah, 
I'm just what's this that guy's name that's bothering me. But I would be um as soon as he comes in, I'm like, well, this is this is bullshit because Lex Luthor would never have this idiot. <laughs> he's the the greatest criminal mind. He he tells us a million times in that movie, I'm the greatest criminal mind. He would not have this idiot with him. <laughs> I mean, it's so stupid. Yeah. Did yeah. you like that one when it came out? Yes, I did because yeah. it's. I mean, when he flies, it's pretty incredible. Right. Then well, they lowered. The, then they. Then they. And then two, I like. I like two even. I like two better. Yeah, two. Yeah, I think everybody. Even though there's some hokey three. stuff in two, like Which, there's. Go, those, sorry, go ahead. There, uh, those the three uh, from the Phantom Zone. Their powers are like all over the place. They're like they can point at something and raise it up with their finger. I mean, it's like I'm like, wait a minute, what are you? This, Superman can't do that. <laughs> Why can you do? That? I mean, it's like all over the place and then um and don't correct me if i'm wrong mm-hmm. but he when he gives up his powers at one point in that yes movie, he and how does he get them back i feel like he just magically has them back right in the movie know. i don't yeah, think they just, explain it right they really don't they <laughs> then i think he goes in the same i think he gets zod to go in that machine and they flick it on, and then Zod loses his, and he, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's confusing. <laughs> and I watched those recently, and I still was like, and the, you know, I'm not quite sure. Yeah. And then the third and fourth one are literally unwatchable. <laughs> I watched so some of the bad. third one recently. I had not seen it probably since I saw it in the theater as a kid. I just think that Superman is a really, really the most difficult character to bring to the screen, because he's almost too perfect. Yeah. And he can't... um I mean, how many times can the guy save a plane from crashing? I mean, that's all right. There's not a lot he can do if you don't give him a villain that he can, yeah, punch. Right, and he, well, it's such a like. I mean, you could say the same about Batman, but at mm-hmm. least that character's like got a like darker story behind himself. Yeah. But like, literally down to the fact that his name is Superman. Superman. And it's like he it's, just might, they might as well just call him Perfect Man. Yeah. I mean, it's just. But uh, did you like the new one? Um, I, 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 I like the casting. I thought that guy was pretty good. I like the casting too. In that Batman returns, I thought that, that, uh, uh-huh. Brandon Ralph, I thought he did a good job. It was just, it was too much of an homage to the, yeah to the Christopher Reeve ones. I think that's what they were trying to do. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. They, they, I think they even said they were trying to basically make that. They kind of ignored three and four. four and that was supposed to, to be a direct to. sequel. Yeah. I don't have any problems with anyone who plays Superman. I think they're all mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. It's just that's a hard, hard guy to bring to the screen, I think. I do not disagree. Yeah. <laughs> I like parts of Man of Steel, but, you know, you get excited now with those tra- with these trailers. Yeah. You get excited, and they give you one, a little teaser, then a, a, a minute and a half trailer, then you get a two-minute trailer, and you get two and a half. And you get so jacked up for these movies, and then when you go, and they're not right, you know, they're not up to your expectations. Mm-hmm. It sucks. Did you see what they did today? They put out today. They put out a little teaser. Jurassic World. Yeah, they put a teaser for the teaser. teaser yeah, which I've never seen that before. And um, I yeah. watched. Does Jurassic Park still holds up? I, that's one of my all-time favorites. Even yeah. the effects are still amazing. One hundred percent agree. It looks like there's dinosaurs right there with them. <laughs> I I kind of have. It's not as bad as it once was, but maybe like two years ago or something mm-hmm. when I was still on the road a lot. Yeah. I was coming home from tour and just a lot of times I literally had nothing that I had to do. Yeah. And I had a problem for a while that I wanted to watch Jurassic Park 
literally every day. And I think there were a couple <laughs> times I watched it more than once. It's crazy. I don't. I don't actually. I don't mind any of those Jurassic Park movies. I think they all have some good stuff in there. I think the third one's pretty bad. I like the first two a lot. The, the, yeah, the third one's kind of just more of like a... It's short, too. It's like 90 minutes, isn't it? It's really... I, I don't remember. I just remember not being that into it. But I do think this Jurassic World will probably be pretty good. I'm hoping. I'm, yeah. I'm hopefully optimistic, but also very skeptical. Chris Pratt is a movie star. Yes, he is. When I watched the first couple episodes of Parks and Rec and he was the the goofy guy with casts on both of his legs. Uh-huh. If you would have said which person someone one of these people is going to be a major movie star in 5 years, who is it? I would not. No. As much as I enjoy him, yeah. I would not have said him. No, I don't think anybody saw that. Leg no. voice in the Lego movie, mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy and now this. Lego movie still one of my favorite movies of the year. Maybe my favorite movie of the year. It's a Good uh, good representation of Batman in there, too. <laughs> Will Arnett. Yeah, Lego Movie was a lot of fun. I really liked it. Yeah, I did, too. I, w- I thought it looked fun, and then I went to see it, and I was actually kind of blown away by it. I, it. I loved it. It really looked good. They really used the Lego world, I mean. Yeah. You know? Did you, um, did you see Big Hero 6? I've not seen it yet. I do want to, though. I like it. I haven't seen a whole lot lately, and stuff's starting to pop up again now that I'm wanting to see. But I've just I yeah. What did I see? I saw Nightcrawler last night, and I, I saw it's good. it's good. It is good, and I saw Saint Vincent earlier in the week either. with Bill Murray. Yeah, and that's really good too. Nice because uh, Melissa McCarthy's in it, but she's not goofing it up. She's not goofing it up, which I, I don't mind when she goofs it up. Uh-huh. I think she's good. At, she's really good at that. If the if the story's good. Yeah. Like I saw Tammy and that is a piece of junk. I don't know. Do I know what that is? I don't even know what it's uh her, her her and her husband wrote it and her husband directed it. And it's about this woman Tammy who literally within the first 5 minutes she hits a deer with her car. She gets fired from her job at the fast food place. She goes home early cuz she got fired and her husband's having dinner with another woman. So literally all this stuff happens in the first five minutes of the movie. Mm -hmm. And then she goes to her mom's house, which is like two doors down. And then her grandmother who lives with her mom, played by Susan Sarandon, her and uh, uh, McCarthy and Sarandon, uh, they go on a road trip together. This all happens in about eight minutes. Like you don't even know anything about this woman. (laughs) Yeah. Like, and it's just, it's ridiculous. And Susan Sarandon, they they can put as much age makeup as they want on her. (laughs) Still looks pretty hot, yeah. but uh, but yeah, I don't. Yeah, but like in 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 Heat, is it called The Heat or Heat or Bridesmaids? Yeah, yeah, she does that. She does that really well. But in this one, she's very still gets laughs, but she's yeah, not over the top crazy, falling down, Pratt falling and stuff. Good for her. It's kind. Of, it's kind of like a, yeah. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, she she's doing all right. All right, I think she'll be fine. It's kind of like a. Um, St. Vincent's kind of like a modern day Uncle Buck. All right. I like that description. But it's done re- it's done really well. Yeah. Bill Murray's This is the first time I watched a Bill Murray film where I didn't really see Bill Murray. Mm-hmm. I like seeing Bill Murray. I don't mind that he's basically Bill Murray all the time. This one I really just I really lost myself in this character. Uh-huh. Yeah. Weren't you a uh, speaking of, weren't you an extra in Groundhog Day? I was an extra in Groundhog Day. <laughs> That was a great extra job because we worked on the movie for about six weeks Uh because they did the scenes over and over and over again. They had to have the same people 
around all the time. So okay. even on days that we weren't scheduled to be in any shots, they just wanted us around. Yeah. So like that's like that scene with uh, Stephen Tobolowski, where he just keeps seeing uh-huh. Bill Murray on the street. Yeah. I was right. I was right there. I mean, literally, okay. like that's what I was going to ask. What scene you were in? I was. Why well, wasn't in that scene? I was just okay. there for that that day. I was. Okay. Okay. I was like ten feet away from that scene the whole time they filmed it, and it was. It was incredible. That day, just. But when when I finally saw the movie in the movie theater, I felt like I had seen the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, they shot so much stuff too that didn't make it in the movie, but also it's not on. It's not deleted scenes or anything. Like there's. There's a, there's some scenes when Bill Murray um, he goes bowling every day, and uh-huh. eventually he can bowl a 300 game every time. Because uh-huh. in the script he's there for two years. Oh wow! It's two years. Uh huh. So in that time, a lot of stuff. You know, he tries to kill himself many times. Yeah. Uh, there's scenes where he's just dressed as um, Clint Eastwood's spaghetti western character, uh-huh. just for no reason, just because he's like, well, I, this every day is the same. I'm just going to do. He literally just does whatever he wants. I would love to see some of that stuff. Yeah. Because I remember seeing him on set. I'm like, why is that so cool? He's, why is he dressed like that? Uh, <laughs> that's and it wasn't in the movie either. Yeah. Yeah. That, so you were there for six weeks doing that? Six As just weeks. an extra? Just an extra. That's Tons of that, people. Is that normal? It's not. Okay. Because I was going to say, I don't know a ton about being no, an extra. But it's only, it, and it was only because we, um, it was only because they wanted, uh, they wanted the same people around all the time to give it the same energy and you know, like the the, and if they did sh- keep shooting a scene over and over, they wanted the same people there. Uh huh. That was fun. Nice. Was that in Pennsylvania? No, they actually shot it in Woodstock, Illinois. Okay. And they said they didn't want to shoot it in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania, because they said everyone's going to be coming out of the woodwork saying that's not how the ceremony is. That's not uh-huh. how. It, and they're like, we wanted to avoid all that. Yeah. So makes sense. Yeah, because you're you're from Pennsylvania. I'm from right? Pennsylvania. Yeah. Okay, so I thought I thought maybe I was like, oh, this makes I can't give a sense, shit but... about the real Groundhog Day. Who cares? <laughs> right. But I could see that people from Punxsutawney would be. There's probably people that they probably hate that movie. Yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> I see you have Ghostbusters stuff up, and I am mm-hmm. I am so not a Ghostbuster fan. Really? I don't like it. I don't know. If I've ever heard someone say that. I know. I I still. It's it's another one that I pretended like I liked it, but I remember not never liking it. Weird. Why don't I like it? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I like no exaggeration. I don't know. I've ever heard someone say they don't like that. Movie. I know. I, I I don't know why I don't like it, but it doesn't it doesn't make me laugh. Uh-huh. Even though I like I love Bill Murray. I love Harold Ramis. I love Aykroyd in it. I love their characters. Even uh, Moranis. Moranis. Moranis is, is great. If they if they made a re, if they made a straight up remake, I would cast that uh, char. Is his name Charlie Day? From It's Always Sunny. Yeah, I would yeah. cast him in that Moranis part. <laughs> That's who I would cast in that. Um, and what's this? Uh, you have a you have a what's that called? The Ecto? What's that? The Ecto One. The Ecto One. Mm-hmm. Is that a, is that just a picture of it? Uh, it's a an art print. It's actually my girlfriend's. We've not hung it up yet, but yeah. Because this and is in her room. No. If she wants so that, just, hung and up, that shit stays on the floor. That's right. You should even face it down. Know, so you people, know what? I'll, I'll move this guitar move in front of the, the photo. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I don't like Ghostbusters. That's crazy. You think they're gonna do? They're gonna do one with some lady Ghostbusters? Yeah. I'd, it's not that I have a problem with the. I, I don't know. It's not. It's not that like. 
It's like, oh, I don't like that it's going to be gross. I just don't think they should do it at all. Yeah. Just, just leave it alone. Leave, some, leave, it. leave all that stuff alone. Stop remaking everything. Yeah, why rebooting does stuff things. have to be... I know. Why? Says the guy that's super excited about Jurassic Star World. Wars movie. and Jurassic Star Wars. World. <laughs> um, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I can't, you know, I can't wait to see uh, what's, uh, what's coming out. Everything. I can't wait to see everything. I read that Marvel. They show me that Marvel schedule. I'll be like, I'll be, I'm going to be 60 when these are, oh, right, by right. the time these all come out. <laughs> have you been, have you been watching Gotham? Oh, yes, I have been. It's, oh, you, Cause my daughter, my other, my oldest daughter's 14 and, and we watch, we've been watching that together and she kind she's kind of into it. Uh-huh. And I don't like to throw my opinions around when my daughter likes something. You know what I mean? Right, right. Like, I don't want to like say, well, honey, it's not good because of this. And because, you know, she's enjoying Like She'll say, do you like it, Dad? I'll go, I'll go there's, uh, there's some stuff I don't like about it. But yeah, it, this is fun. That's what I say. Because I, you know, I don't well, want to. That's admirable as a, as a father. Well, because, you know, she, she likes it. So why would. Yeah. No, I really but like The Flash. We are really enjoying The Flash. I keep hearing it's great. I have not seen it, though. And we also watch um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And we both really like that. Uh, and she would even agree that Gotham would be her third one. Out of those three, that would be her third. But yeah. she's still kind of, you know, the, the the character of Selena Kyle in this show is is fourteen. That's how old my daughter is. So she's okay. So my daughter's going to be a cat burglar because that's who she's. <laughs> but yeah, yeah it's, I um, watched an episode and a half, and I was like, "This is not for me." And you know what? I loved Smallville. I was a Smallville fanatic. Mm-hmm. I, I loved it because for me, they 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 should have they. Gotham should have killed his parents. We know how, why. Which, by the way, did you hear they just shot that for the Batman Superman movie? Jesus Christ. Why? (laughs) There's no no one that doesn't know the origin story of Superman and Batman. Yeah. I saw something online the other day said that they were going to be filming that scene in a couple of days. Superman, Batman, and Spider-Man. Everyone kind of knows that. But, um... The uh, what was I just talking about? The what were we talking? Not me. We. What were we talking about? Um, Smallville. Yeah. Uh, oh, with Gotham, I wish they would have jumped it to where Bruce was at least like in high school. Yeah. Because the twelve-year-old kid can't do anything. Yeah. And so, don't even show him. Why do we even have to cut to to him? Yeah. It's Who too cares? much. Yeah. It's it's the uh... at least at least with Smallville, Clark was in high school and he he knew he had these powers. His family knew he had these powers. They weren't quite worked out yet. He couldn't fly. And uh, he still had to keep everything a secret. And and, and then there was an element of like, uh, almost like Beverly Hills 90210 with relationships and stuff. Uh-huh. But, um, and the first three seasons of Smallville are just okay. But then after that, it gets really, really great. And the, who's the Michael Rosen I Baum. honestly don't know. I know next to nothing about the guy. That show. Well, he—I think he's the actor that he played uh, Lex Luthor. He's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that uh, yeah, Smallville is way better than Gotham. <laughs> uh, and I don't like the guy who I don't like Donald Logue. Is see, I Harvey that's what, that's what's killing me about or the little bit that I saw. Yeah. Was he does. I generally think he's pretty good, but I don't think he's good on that show. No. Like nobody is really very good on the show. It seems like people yeah. that are generally good actors. Don't come across and too well. They, I don't know what time period it's set in either. It's all over the board. Yeah. I don't know if it's modern day. I don't know. 
Do you see cell phones? I feel like you see cell phones. I think you maybe do. Yeah. I think Christopher Nolan really did give us a a, a nice realistic Batman movie set like current day that felt like, oh, a guy like Batman could really have that. He could really be a dude. Uh That could be really. I, I did think he had a pretty good handle on that. Yeah. They just why don't they? And if they're making, if they're making putting Batman in movies now, why do they have to? It just feels like they want to, you know, as much money as they can off of this Batman thing. They like to make money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. People like to make money. What? Um, oh, Christmas, your favorite time of year. Mm-hmm. And it's coming up. It's it's becoming that time. We got we got Thanksgiving right here. This is going to be the Thanksgiving episode. Whatever. Right. That's what I say. To is this gonna? When's this gonna drop? This when will come it? out on Wednesday. On Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Oh, so we can promote Podcastathon. We can. That's why so I was we'll glad we could uh, squeeze you in That's before good. then. Yeah. Uh, now, are you cooking dinner here? Are you having people over? Actually, that is a good question. You'd think I would know by now. Uh, <laughs> we we keep. Uh, last year we did it with friends. Uh, we're staying in town once again, yeah. and um, there's no official plan as of right now. Thanksgiving is fine, but I'm a Christmas guy, so I forgot to make Thanksgiving plans. Yeah, we asked a we ask a we had a bunch of people over last year. It was really fun, so we wanted to do that again this year. But everyone that we ask, they either don't want to come to our house, or they they all said they had plans. Yeah. So we we will be joined by uh, Mike Schmidt, the forty year old boy. Nice. He's our orphan this year. Yeah, we have uh, we have friends that may or may not be house sitting mm-hmm. for some very rich people. Oh, and those people don't care at all if they have people over. Oh, that would be great. And uh, so there's a chance we might be having like a very fancy, at least fancy looking from the outside Thanksgiving. That would be uh, so much fun. Yeah, I'm waiting. I'm waiting to see if that pans out or not. Now, Seems like we should know that by now, but. You live in a very nice house. I live in a very nice house. But when you go into like a real rich person's house, mm-hmm. it's fucking crazy. Yeah. I've, <laughs> like you're just I like, have been to the house before yeah. and it's it's You're just great. like, what the fuck? These people have an outdoor bed, <laughs> which I've never seen in my life. This is the Playboy Mansion. That's where you're going, right? Half is out of town. Exactly. You guys he and, eat, he eat and his grotto. ladies are going to visit their families. He and his ladies. <laughs> when I see that Hugh Hefner in his fucking pajamas... And he's and he's dancing. He, it's the worst. It's just it's so gross. Because he does. Is he like ever that, not in his pajamas? He does like this kind of a dance. Ugh. I'm like making two little now? fists. And he's he's in his eighties. Yeah, easily. Does he have kids? He does have kids. To um, he married a playmate, and I'm, I'm going to know her name, and it's going to be weird. <laughs> Kimberly Conrad, I think, was her name, and they I think they have two boys. Yeah. All right. And I'm sure they have really, uh, really good morals about women. Oh, yeah. Growing sure. up in that. <laughs> oh, my God. What else do I read about Hef? Oh, it's movie night. Hef gets a print and they show it on the projector. You know, he'll show some like Fellini film. You think those bimbos care what he's showing? <laughs> you know, they watch The Third Man or Casablanca. They don't, they could give a shit. No. Half, is there any more caramel corn? I mean, they don't care. <laughs> have you ever at least had the opportunity to go there? No, have you? No. I, there was there was a rumor uh, from 
on a tour that we were on once. You might get to play. <laughs> no, but somebody like at a show is like, I know somebody, but like I know somebody through somebody, and we're gonna try and get you guys to all to be able to go there. None of us care. I but. I know Graham Elwood has been there. Really, and 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 I think Paul Goble too, but I forget how they how they got there. But they were at a party there. Uh huh. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> Maybe hope for this the Christmas party this year. Fingers crossed. Look, look, look. All that aside, who wouldn't want to uh, just go see what's up it would, there? Yeah, it would. Like it's ultimately, I don't care. But yeah. it's one of those things. It would be fascinating to see. I think when they went there too, they were single guys. I think they said they skinny dipped in the pool. Because everyone was. So I think they just jumped in too. I'm going to have to double check. I'm almost yeah. positive that's the story they told me. <laughs> and I'm like, that's wow. crazy. Yeah. Well. what? Um, when if, Do you have your Christmas shopping done? No. I have got nothing. Do you, uh, for your girlfriend, is it, uh, do you know what she likes and you can surprise her? Or, or is it, or, or do you give her a list? Or does uh, she give you a list? Do you say... No, there's not so much... Because that's, that's not that much fun. Like, here's stuff I want. Right, yeah. We, no, we don't do that. We... It, it it gets harder each year, though, it seems like. I feel like I used to really take pride in my mm-hmm. gift for, for yeah. not just her, just for, like, anyone. For everybody. And I was like, I was like I'm was i really going to, like, put some thought into this. And I just feel like the older I'm getting, the shittier I'm getting at it. And, well, like, my daughter said, she goes, Dad, what do you want What do you want for Christmas? And I go, and I said, you know, honey, when you're when you're a grown-up, I go, as the year goes by, you just, if you want something, you just kind of buy it. Yeah. <laughs> I said, so I can't really think of anything I want. Mm-hmm. Then I did come up with uh, one thing. There's a new... Uh, there's a new Bruce Springsteen uh, CD box set, the first seven albums, because uh-huh. his catalog has never been really touched as far as uh, like remastering. Remastering, like that. yeah, yeah. That's so. So, uh, so she goes, "Oh, send me a link to that, and I'll give it to mom." I said, "Okay," because we don't. My wife and I, we don't exchange anymore. It's all for the kids. Because right. we, again, if my wife sees a dress she likes, mm-hmm. she gets that dress. Yeah. So we will exchange like one thing. Now for birthdays and anniversary and Valentine's Day, we will do a couple gifts. But yeah. um, but at Christmas, it's just for the kids. Yeah. The kids don't even know what they want this year. Really? And how, yeah. you said 14? 10 and 14. 10 and 14, okay. Yeah, they're like, we don't need anything. You know what I mean? There's uh-huh. nothing we need. Yeah. Is that, um, does that, is that kind of taking some of the fun a little bit away for them? Um, no, because we'll figure out something for them. The 10 year old is on the cusp of, of she, she, I think she knows there's no, like she believed last year totally. Uh-huh. But she's 10 now and kids are talking. Right. It's fifth grade. You don't want to be like not cool and say you believe, but I think she wants to believe bad. Yeah. That's where I was. Because my, my, I think she had to talk with my wife. She hasn't brought it up to me, but. She said, I think she asked my wife, is it, is it, is there real Santa or is there mommy and daddy? And I think my wife said, well, do you, do you want to know what? She's like, is it, well, is it mommy and daddy? And my wife said, it could be mommy and daddy. And I think she started to well up oh. and she's like, but you can still believe that it's not mommy. You know, it's just like, it's a fine line. My oh, oldest man. daughter, she just called us in, uh, when she was 10 and that means her sister was six. She was like doing all this sarcastic stuff like, yeah, Santa. 
And so we took her in her room and we're like, hey, look, your sister's only six. Mm-hmm. You can't blow it for her. I go, and we said, do you believe or don't you believe? She goes, well, I want you to tell me, is there Santa? And we go, no, there's not. And she was just like, oh. So even though she was all sarcastic about it, when we told her there wasn't, she was like, oh, what? She was disappointed. I mean, it is... I feel like it's a bummer when you find no matter it how is old a you are when you when you like get yeah. that realization. It's, yeah, I don't really know why it's a bummer because like the result doesn't change. The result really. it doesn't change. I guess it's that that magic is gone. Yeah, yeah, it's something more magical about. We're gonna go to sleep, and I do it. We do it. Like I don't even wrap Santa gifts are all wrapped in paper, different from any of the you know, and then. Whatever's left, I throw that Santa paper away so they never find it. You know what I mean? So they don't... It's not just in the closet like, hey, Dad, isn't this the paper Santa used? I don't even let them... I, I leave no trail. Yeah. It's And I, I, I write differently on the name tags that are from Santa. I do like a fancy... Mm-hmm. So you're smart. I, I yeah. literally have a memory one year seeing one of my tags on my presents and saying to my mom, Mom, Mrs. Claus writes just like you. Yeah. <laughs> and not just... That's just what I thought. Didn't I write you? in like a wispy way that I would never write ever in my life. I can remember as a kid when I was about 13, I didn't believe in Santa at that point, but uh, no one was in the house. I found all my gifts in my mom's closet. I opened up every single one of them, looked, wrapped them back up. Oh, you they were already wrapped and you yes. unwrapped them? And that was the worst Christmas ever. <laughs> because that morning I, I walked down and I'm like, there's my presents. I know what everyone is. And then you had to fake like you were super... Yeah. I remember I got the Flash Gordon soundtrack by Queen on LP, but I knew what it was. You know, I was like, this is really, this is a bummer. Don't do this. Did they, did they know? Did they find out? They didn't know. I probably told them years and years later, but that was. Well, they listened to the show, so. Oh my God. I also remember uh, the Christmas specials that would come on. Mm -hmm. If you missed it when I was a kid, if you, if you didn't see it when it aired, you know, we didn't have a VCR. Mm-hmm. You know, you you were done. And I remember one year I got in trouble and my mom did not let me watch Charlie Brown Christmas. I can remember being at the top of the stairs crying. I could hear it. She would not let me. That was like, a, that's a punishment that stuck with me. <laughs> like, <laughs> I like that it was still on in the house, but you couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't see it. Did anyway. you have siblings that were watching? Uh, yeah, something? my younger sister. Okay. My, my older brother might have been watching I it. I you imagine that it was just your parents watching it. But I, yeah, I just did for spite, <laughs> turn it up loud. <laughs> uh, but I own it on Blu-ray now, so I can watch it anytime I want. Nice. Um, I do own all those Christmas specials on DVD and Blu-ray. Yeah. What's your favorite one? The Grinch is still my favorite. Yeah. We and I one. and I like Mr. Magoo's Christmas Carol. I don't think I've ever seen that. One. Oh my god, it's great. Yeah. Because he's uh you know, he's Magoo, he's a bumbling idiot, he's blind, can't see and he's going to um he's going to the theater to do a play. And there's all these hijinks with him knocking guys down and then but once he gets on the stage to do the play, he's Ebenezer Scrooge, uh then the curtain opens up and then they just do the play. And he's not he's not an idiot. Uh-huh. In in that you should see it. It's good. Right. I love it. What's your favorite? Uh, my favorite is the Muppet Family Christmas, which is a, a lot of people don't know it, uh, but it's it's actually like I think it came out in eighty seven. Okay, so it was it was actually kind of like one of the last like real Muppet was, things that Jim was Henson Jim. Did. Okay, yeah, 
he's actually in the very end of it. But wow. yeah, it's kind of one of the last things that he he did with the Muppets, and that's uh, that like the whole gang mm-hmm. goes and visits uh, Fozzie's surprises Fozzie's mother. That at sounds her nice. House. And like, and literally all the other like, because it starts with just like the normal mm-hmm. Muppets, but then the Sesame Street people show up at one point, and the Fraggles show up too. Oh and wow! Like, so it's got everyone there. I uh, I do like a Muppet Christmas Carol, like Michael Caine as Ebenezer Scrooge. I do like that. Yeah, I we that ends up coming up on here a lot because that and I is I'm a huge Muppet guy, but that and I a big Christmas mm-hmm. guy seems like I should love it. I like it. Okay, I don't love it. I like Muppet Family Christmas way more. I also like this real odd, odd one that I don't even think it's really hard to find. I don't even think it's on DVD. It's uh, it's called The Bear Who Slept Through Christmas. I feel like I've at least heard Tom, of it. Tommy Smothers of the Smothers Brothers uh-huh. does the voice of the bear. And uh, it's about a, he doesn't want to hibernate. He wants to, because he doesn't know what Christmas is. Uh-huh. And uh, he, his voice is, I mean, he just does, he doesn't do a voice. He just does Tommy Smothers. Right. But he's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah I want to, you know, I, I just don't want to sleep through Christmas. I want to go find Christmas. And um, <laughs> so he doesn't. He stays awake and uh, he ends up under a, a sick girl who wants a, a bear for Christmas. He ends up under her her Christmas tree. Santa puts him under there. And so he's the, a teddy bear. He's so not he's, an actual bear. He's actually Ted E. <laughs> bear. That's Clever. his name. I know that's not clever, but it is a it is a good one. I do like that one. Um, but uh, yeah, it's funny. I own them all on 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 DVD and Blu-ray now. So when Christmas comes, I, we just put them like in a in a basket on mm-hmm. near the TV, and then we we watch one. We'll probably watch Rudolph or something on Thanksgiving night, even. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh... Yeah, I have a good amount of them too. I feel like Thanksgiving usually the past few years has become that's when we almost always end up watching Home Alone on Thanksgiving. Oh, Home Alone's great. Mm-hmm. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Yeah, that's a Thanksgiving movie for sure. It's rated R because of the <laughs> F word. Because of that one scene. One scene. Yeah, but it's so many times in that one scene. I that's know. A great scene. How do they? When it's on TV, did they just say? Does she say you're screwed? I don't know. What do they say? Fricking. I'm not sure. I know. I'm sure I've seen it on TV, but I, I can't remember. Such a great movie. Mm-hmm. So that one chokes me up. The uh, one of my favorite. Speaking of like my one, one of my favorite uh, dub ins that they when they dub something uh-huh. is in the Blues Brothers. In in the movie, John Belushi says, "You're bullshitting me," and in the on TV, if you watch it. It says ba- you bamboozled me. <laughs> a word no one says. No one right. says bamboozled. Uh, do you know the movie Summer School? You remember that movie with uh, Mark Harmon? Yeah. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah, I love. I watched that so many times. Such a, up. that's such a good movie. And that who's the kid, one kid? Dean Cameron is that the actor? He played one of the. He plays one of the kids who loves the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, Chainsaw Dave. He was yeah, the yeah. Chainsaw or Dave. Those guys were so yeah. funny. Like why? Why weren't those guys in more stuff after that? The blonde, full circle, I didn't bring it up for this reason. The blonde one is the guy that comes into the hotel room and robs John Candy or Steve Martin, whoever he robs in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. That's great. I don't even think he has a line, but it's totally him. Oh, I'm going to check that out now. <laughs> yeah. But the reason I brought up Summer School was that's my favorite dub that I've heard. I caught that like on TBS one night. And, what is it? Uh when Kirstie Alley comes in and mm-hmm. she she says something about 
Because, you know, like, Mark Harmon was, like, the cool teacher. And yeah. He, he let them swear. And he yeah, swore he wore shorts and, and crazy yeah. sunglasses. So he's saying something, and Kirstie Alley replies, well, I think that's a bunch of bull. And in the real movie, the kid replies, it's okay, you can say bullshit in here. And on, on TBS, <laughs> it says, it's okay, you can say bull chips in here. Bull chips. Yeah. That's terrible. <laughs> I would rather them just bleep it. Mm-hmm. Just bleep it. Yeah. I never should. I don't know why I'm so about the F word and stuff around my kids. I don't, uh, I swear all the time, but at Uh home, never, not one time. Yeah. Like one time I said crap and they were like, because you never heard me. Like I said, Hey, you guys have to clean this crap up. They went, what? (laughs) But, um, that's, um, uh, adventures in babysitting. I've never shown it to them. Cause Uh they say the F word in it. She says, don't fuck with the babysitter. Mm hmm. And I'm just like, why didn't they just do a version where she just, why didn't she just say don't mess with the babysitter? It's still the same to me. Then there's also that part where she looks like a girl who's in Playboy magazine. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, I don't want to introduce that into my kid's life. Right. Do you want to have kids ever? I do. I actually really like kids. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, I just. But not, you, not how old yet. are you now? Can I ask your age right yeah, now? Yeah, I'm 36. 36. So. Okay, well, that's when I had my first child. Yeah. And uh, so maybe you can get something cooking tonight. <laughs> um, but no, it's great. But it's like, you know, you know, stuff that... It's so funny. Like, I, I, people go, like, oh, have you shown her this? I'm like, no. Why not? There's nothing wrong with that. I'm like, watch it again. Yeah. It's not... No, I know. I, it's, yeah. Even you that. watch stuff. I watch everything a little different now. Oh yeah, I totally yeah. understand that. I, yeah, I I think about like if if I just you know I have like nieces and nephews and yeah. stuff, and I think about that stuff, and I'm kind of weird about it. Yeah, like I I yeah I don't I'm this kind of the same way. Like I don't even like swearing around my parents. Still yeah, when I'm yeah, 36. exactly. Like, yeah, I, I I try to be mindful of that. We did show my uh, my daughter who's 14. We showed this to her when she was 13. We did show her the King's speech, uh-huh. even though he says the f word in there. He says that. If, it's not a sexual way right it says out of frustration but i'm just like that's such a such a great movie uh-huh. so and we told her we go at one point he gets frustrated he says the f word like a bunch of times uh-huh. okay she's heard it at school kids right. say it of course you know she, she like she, the movie? maybe she even said it has said it i don't know but not at, at the house uh yeah she did really like it yeah so those, don't imagine kids liking that movie that's she's kind of awesome. she's a big re- she reads Constantly. Uh-huh. This is one of the things that uh, they were reading The Outsiders. I think that was what it was in school when she was, I think, 12. And so she she really liked the book. And so I bought her a couple other S.E. Hinton books. Mm-hmm. And I forget the one. I, I forget the name of it, but I gave it to her. And she got about 20 pages into it, and she gave it back to me. She goes, I don't think this book's for me right now, Dad. And I said, okay. It's like I leafed through the first 20 pages there's like a sex part, and they use the the uh, the derogatory f word for gays. Okay, and I was like kind of a proud parent at that point. I'm like, oh, she she doesn't want to read this right now. She uh-huh. and so that was pretty. That's cool. That was a parenting yeah, moment. That's awesome. Oh, she handed it back. Yeah. It wasn't like this is stupid. It was like this isn't for me right now. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, she's aware. That's awesome. Um, um, that's what this show's about, right? You come and brag about your children. Yeah, is that what the thing? Yeah. Is? Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, let's 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 go a little deeper into Christmas. Let's get deep. Into let's, Christmas yeah, let's here. get into Christmas. We haven't really. The, the, that's what this was about. I mean, it is and it isn't. Is your you family? Know. 
your love of Christmas comes from your family? Uh, yeah, probably. Like we, we, you know, we mm-hmm. really kind of went for it every like, blood, you know, mm-hmm. my decorate quite a bit, and yeah, I was just, you know, I was just super into it. I, you know, I could never sleep on Christmas right. Eve and all that stuff. Did you get but, a Did you get a real tree when you were a kid? We actually didn't, and that's that's one of those things that I still just don't really care about. As much as I love Christmas, I'm not someone that feels like they need to have a real tree. Yeah, we we my mom they don't have a real tree now because they're in their seventies. Uh-huh. But uh, we get a real tree, and my wife's like. That's one thing uh, I always want to get a real tree. And I'm like, well, we'll always get a real tree as long as I can bring a real tree into the house. <laughs> it's a, it's, yeah, it sounds like it's a, str- a it's a struggle, man. Yeah. A tree weighs a ton. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, when you, when you go and get the tree, they, a couple of young dudes pack it up for you, put it on you and then you get home and I'm like, oh, here we go. going to hurt my back. I pulled my back. So many times just trying to bring the tree yeah. in the house. Yeah. I feel like even dealing with the, the fake one is kind of a pain in the yeah. ass sometimes. So, but yeah. the, And the needles don't fall mm. off. Then we, we just got a cat a couple of weeks ago. We've never had like a real like pet that walks around the house. Yeah. We have some birds. but uh-huh. And I'm just like, oh, that, this cat's going to be in yeah. this. This is going to demolish our Cats tree. Cats and Christmas trees, not a great combo. Because I have, I have great Christmas ornaments. Because ever since I was a... From the time we were born, my mom would buy us a Christmas ornament every year. Mm-hmm. And then when we moved out of the house at 18 or 20 or however old you, old you were, she would give you all your Christmas ornaments. So I have... Nice. And then I collect uh, I collect Grinch ornaments. Hallmark okay. comes out with one, sometimes two yeah. every year. I we bet have, I have, we have a few of them. I have yeah. 30 of them. Nice. And it's uh, I almost want to just make a Grinch tree. But I'm afraid that cat's going to get in there this year and she's bust up my <laughs> ornaments. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I had a friend that did that. He had two Christmas trees in his house. One is just his normal tree, mm-hmm. and then he had a second tree that was nothing but Star Wars ornaments. See, yeah, that's pretty great. Mm-hmm. Except I have a, I have a weird. It's not totally strict, but it's kind of strict rule Uh-oh. of I because I I mean obviously I like a lot of pop culture yes. things and I'll, and so I like those kind of ornaments, mm-hmm. but. They have to have a Christmas element to them. Yeah. I don't like if it's just like, here's oh, a C-3PO. Yeah. I know what you mean. Like, I have a, uh, I have a Superman ornament, and he's got, uh, but over his back, he has a, he's a sack of gifts. Yeah. There you go. That I agree with you. Favorite. It needs, I have some that don't, but I, they, yeah, a, I have a few that don't, but. Put a candy cane in his hand. Yeah. Put a wreath so in his easy. hand. It's yeah. easy. Super easy. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just, it's like an action figure on a tree. Exactly. There's nothing that special. No, that's not special. Mm-hmm. So, um, has Christmas always been like a big uh, big deal for you? Yeah. Then? Yeah, it is a big deal. And you, and then, yeah, we said Pennsylvania. Where in Pennsylvania did you grow up? Small town. It's at Holidaysburg. <laughs> nice. With two L's. Okay. But yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's a population of about 5,000 people. Uh-huh. Small snow. It's probably snowing there now. Yeah. And they'll get they'll just get dumped on by snow for months. Yeah, I saw my parents live in Richmond, Virginia. Okay, and I yeah, saw yeah. My mom saying something today about that it was supposed to snow. I may have this backwards, but I think it was like supposed to snow today, and then on Thanksgiving it's supposed to be like seventy four degrees or something wow. like that. So I do miss looking outside and seeing the snow, but I don't miss everything that goes along with snow. It's a very popular theme. Yeah, yeah, scraping your car off, mm-hmm. heating the car up. To I mean, no, no, thank yeah. you. I don't no, miss I, that. Me neither. And my mom will still say, don't you miss the snow? I go, I don't miss the snow. No, it sounds nice in theory. 
Yeah, that's about it. Shoveling the walk is the worst <laughs> when you're a kid. My yeah. dad would have us shoveling it before it even stopped snowing. And I'd be like, why don't we just wait until it stops snowing? I've got to keep up with it. Yeah. He would always tell me, if someone slips before. and breaks their neck on our walk, they'll sue us. I'm like, no one's out walking. <laughs> you can't even. But I remember getting like feet of snow when I was a kid. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. was crazy. Yeah. No, it was it was kind of hilarious to my fit because I originally grew up in Michigan. Mm-hmm. But then we lived, then we moved to Virginia, like when I started high school and it doesn't snow that much in Virginia. It will snow, but it's pretty rare. Yeah. And, you know, we grew up in Michigan where, yeah, same thing, like yeah. feet of snow and it would take practically a blizzard to get school canceled. Yeah. And, they just, Cause they can handle it. Yeah. But then living in Virginia, no exaggeration, they could just forecast snow <laughs> and they would cancel school. Wow. Which is pretty awesome when you're a kid. It's yeah. cool. <laughs> like in here in Southern California, if we got... A fourth of an inch of snow, the whole place would shut down. Yeah, pandemonium. Pandemonium yeah, would be insane. Mm-hmm. It's great though that we can just go up the mountain and ski or see snow or whatever. Yeah, you really, yeah, you really don't have to go that far. No, ninety about about. I live in Woodland Hills. Ninety minutes, we can be there. Less than two hours, we can be up to the snow. Yeah, if yeah, we, we want to. Uh, we went to Idlewild right after Christmas mm-hmm. a few years ago, and there was snow up there. And we went not much, but it was right. still like. We're not far from home. And there's no, snow. there's some That's, snow. Yeah. It's cool when you're driving up there and you can see the, the snow-capped mountains. Mm-hmm. It's nice. It is nice. Um, what about Christmas music? You have Did your uh, parents play Christmas music? That kind of wasn't as much of an element mm-hmm. for me. Like, I, I definitely, you know, had those songs, but there wasn't, like, necessarily, like, albums that our yeah, family Yeah, we had Christmas albums. Like Nat King Cole and Andy Williams and... Yeah. What's your favorite? I do like the Nat King Cole. I think it's called a Christmas song. That that uh-huh. Christmas album, you know. And I would I wouldn't listen to Nat King Cole and the. <laughs> I wouldn't like get a Nat King Cole album and listen to his. But the Christmas album is is amazing. Yeah, and, and no. Dean. Mar- I think they play had a Dean Martin Christmas album, uh-huh. probably a Barbara Streisand Christmas album. But, you know, they'd stack up the stack them up, and the albums would fall clunk. Uh-huh. Sounds like it's the 1940s when you talk about stuff. <laughs> But I mean, this the, what we're doing right now. We wouldn't have done 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. Recording mics in, in a computer and just talking, recording each other, no. talking to each other. And then other. you'll get an email from someone in Germany. I love your podcast. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, huh? Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. It is. Um, but that, is there a uh, is are there any like Christmases through your childhood or even mm-hmm. as an adult that like really stand out to you I'm trying to think if i got it if they, was, was there a present nothing that really the one that stands out is the one where i knew what my gifts were <laughs> the shitty um one. yeah the <laughs> shitty one stands out and my mom makes a ton of cookies oh yeah so many different kinds of cookies yeah and uh what she does and then she puts them in these tins like these big metal tins uh-huh. and all the cookies are always down in i don't know why they're down in the basement mm-hmm. then we go down in the basement and you bring up your tin of Get your favorite cookies out. Yeah. She always puts a, a, a slice of bread in the tin. And that keeps the cookies uh, from getting hard. Like the bread will be, it's weird. It works. I don't think I've ever heard that. The bread will get like, the slice of bread will get like, you know, solid as a rock. Uh-huh. But everything, I don't know why the moisture goes into the bread and keeps it, or whatever, whatever it does. However it works. Bread. Yeah, that's the magic slice of bread. <laughs> And I'm like, well, how did you even know? Oh, my my mother used to do that. Well, how did who first figured this out? 
Feliz Navipod. We'll be right back. Hey, do you like to buy things? Of course you do. We all do. You know where a great place to buy things is? Amazon.com. Wait, no. FelizNavipod.com. Go there. Go to the Amazon banner at the top of the page. And then just go shop on Amazon like you always would. And then a portion of what you purchase will go to support the show. We thank you. Now do it. And now, back to Felice Navipod. I have a tip for people. This is uh, similar to, this made me think of it, the slice of bread. Uh, we dropped an iPhone in the toilet a couple weeks ago. It's part of your Christmas tradition. Mm-hmm. And so uh, you're supposed to put it, they tell you to put it in a, in a bag of rice. Mm-hmm. Have you heard that? To absorb the, absorb yeah. the moisture. Um, I saw a YouTube video. And you know when you buy like a pair of shoes or ladies might get a purse and there's that little, there's that little packet in there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it says like, you know, don't eat it. Well, I don't know. Why would you eat that? But, um, this YouTube video says whenever you get those, take them and put them in a, a Ziploc bag and keep those. Cause if you drop your phone in water and you put it in a Ziploc bag of those, that's what that thing does. Uh-huh. That absorbs moisture when these things are, are, you know, are traveling across the country on trucks, that's what that does. That absorbs moisture. He said, if you put your phone in that for a day, piece of cake. So that's a little, that's a little tip. It doesn't have to do with nice. Christmas. I don't know why I thought of it. That's called a tangent. But hey, the listeners think. Yeah. Well, look, you get an iPhone for Christmas, you drop it in the toilet. It's true. You're going to want to fix it. Yeah, you might. Uh... I see you have Mac stuff. Do you have an iPhone? I do. Which you have in the six? I, no, I don't have a six yet. I still have the the five C. I have a three. Still. Oh, you loser! I Get out of here! And it still works. My daughter's like, you need to get a new phone. I'm like, okay. First of all, stay out of my business. <laughs> this this anything I want to do, I can still do with this phone. Yeah. It's more just yeah. How much are you a sucker for? Like, oh, it's yeah. the new one. I want the new one. Right. I go. Yeah. If something happens, to this I'll get a new phone. Yeah. And if it's working. Mm-hmm. I can still yeah. play Unless words. Unless there's something can... major that they change about it, I'm like, oh, right. that's really cool. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I'm not dying for the new no. right now. Um, what about you, Christmas memory? Do you have a, a big memory? I think I got an air hockey table one year. That was pretty cool. Not yeah. a big one, but a, a right. little one. Yeah, for me, the the like big like as far as like gift that mm-hmm. I was like the most excited ever yeah. was the year that we got a Nintendo. Like that was yeah, that was that's a big pretty cool. Deal. Yeah. Because I and my parents still hold me to, well, they don't hold me to it, but they they like to bring it up every single year that the when I wanted that so bad, I told right. them and I swore to them that if I got that Nintendo, they never had to get me anything else ever I wonder, again. Wonder how much a Nintendo was back then? I think they're about a hundred bucks. That's a lot of money back then. Yeah. Now it's like nineteen eighty eight. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Now, yeah. Now a console is like. 600 bucks for a lot of those systems like the new playstation i think it's like 100 bucks doesn't feel like anything anymore it should (laughs) it still should but why doesn't it yeah yeah if you want to give me 100 bucks i'll take it. i know so i'll take it too when did you get your first did you get drums for christmas ever i think so it seems like i should know that but uh I, i i don't remember if it was christmas or a birthday i'm pretty sure i did get some for christmas I just kind of was always around because my dad plays drums and stuff mm-hmm. too, so I was kind of always around it. And right, had different levels of drum sets that I got, but I'm pretty sure I got one for Christmas when I was pretty young. How often do you sit here and play? 
Very, very rarely. I don't really like playing the electronic ones very much. And you don't have a full drum set set up anywhere? Not here. Yeah. And, you know, there's places around town you can go, like, rent, or and if play. you want to set yours up, but a lot of them just have drums in there. Where's your set right now? Is it in storage? Literally right behind you. Oh, right there. Yeah. I've, got, I've actually got two more in another room. How come that's not set up in here? Take up too much room? Yeah, take up a lot of room. And too loud. Neighbors wouldn't like it too much. I'm very loud. Is this, can you uh, put headphones on? Yeah. Yeah, they're kind of fun, but I think I think electronic drums are more fun for people who aren't drummers. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's or, like a... It's or, like have, a or are used to playing it's like the, drums. Uh, it's like the rock band right. of drum For sense. sure. It totally is. <laughs> um, well, we do something on here sometimes. And, Let's do it. Let's uh, do it now. Yeah. We do a little something called the Christmas Quiz. It has a theme song, but as our listeners know, the theme song also has a theme song. So And the real theme song. We're gonna find out how smart you is when you take a Christmas quiz. Alright. Uh, you're a big music guy. Yes. So this is kind of a music central, uh, okay. quiz about, uh, Christmas music here. I'm nervous. Don't be nervous. It's all, it's, uh, you know, it's about learning something. All right. So, so here we go. Uh, question number one. What is the best selling Christmas album of all time? And this is a combination of... Because SoundScan apparently started in uh-huh. 91, but this is also including uh, before that. The, the certification from Recording Industry of America. I'm going to go. Uh, can I just name the artist? You so can. I was going to give you multiple choices, but if oh, you want to oh, try and fire no, no. one off, I say go for it. Because that will no, be more impressive. I'll, I'll take the multiple choice, although I think I... All right. So your choices are mm. Merry Christmas by Mariah Carey, uh, Elvis's Christmas album, by Guess Who, mm-hmm. uh, and, or Miracles, the holiday album by Kenny G. Now, the person I was going to name is on that list, mm-hmm. so I'm going to have to go with it. I'm going to say Mariah Carey. I'm sorry to inform you that that is not correct. That would have been my guess, honestly, yeah. too. Yes. Uh, but apparently it is the Elvis Christmas album. When you factor in both... Right. Uh, albums and CDs and yeah. reissues and... Apparently, if you're going only by SoundScan numbers, mm-hmm. it's actually the Kenny G Christmas album. Wow. Uh, apparently sold 7.2 million records of the Kenny G I think album. I know what the cover of that album might look like, too. That's scary. Um, I, I remember do- when that came out, uh, it was when Norm MacDonald was doing Weekend Update. Yeah. And I just remember he had a joke talking about that Kenny G had a Christmas album come out this year. Hey, happy birthday, Jesus. I hope you like crap. <laughs> The uh, I loved. Uh, I'm not that big a Norm Macdonald fan, but I loved him when he did Weekend Update. Yeah, he and was my, the best. My brother is six years older than me, but if you talked to both of us, you would think my brother was thirty years older than me. Because like I, I remember like he was just like anything that I like, he doesn't even come close to even relating to it. And I remember when Norm Macdonald was on Weekend Update, my brother would just be like. This guy sucks. This is terrible. And I'm just like, you just I can't even explain to you why this is so funny, especially during the OJ stuff. Oh, yeah. He, oh, my God. Relentless. Yeah. Not that my brother thought OJ should kill his wife, but he just didn't think that yeah. he was funny. Right. But, I don't know. 
<laughs> okay, more cri- By the way, this Burger King glass you're drinking out of, I had those glasses. Mm-hmm. Now, that is in pristine condition. I'm assuming that has never seen the inside of a, a, a dishwasher. Uh, no, it has. It has, because that's usually what... That's what everybody said. That like, wears, I've had multiple people like, you don't put this in the dishwasher, though, right? And I was like, I have... Probably yeah, really. Usually, usually fades the 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 uh, the paint or whatever it is on the outside. Maybe I just have the world's shittiest dishwasher. You might, yeah. or maybe you don't put detergent in it. Maybe it's just hot. Water. Oh, I didn't even think hot about water. that. Yeah. Uh, How many questions have we got? I like we this. Got, uh, we got five questions. Okay. Right, so four more. Four more. I'm good at math. Uh, question two: How many consecutive years was Bing Crosby's "Merry Christmas" the best-selling Christmas album? Uh, it was either three, six, or ten years in a row. Hmm. Which, no matter what, it's pretty crazy. The best-selling Christmas album. Let's go. I'm just going to go right in the center. I'm going to say six. Six years. Boom. That's yeah. it? That is it. From uh, 1945 to 1950. I remember one time David Bowie stopped by his house. He wanted to use his <laughs> piano. <laughs> And he let him right in. He did. And they uh, then they sang together as if they had been rehearsing that all day long. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. They even had like a new section that never existed yep. in that song, but somehow they just followed they each other. They were just and, right. Uh, yeah. It's much like how, uh, you know, every week when I start to record one of these shows, mm-hmm. someone just happens to show up at my door. <laughs> it's very strange how that works. For it's the magic reason, of Christmas. That banter between those two somehow worked, even though it's... Not great. You know, I, I sing a few songs myself. You know, it's just like, uh, just, uh, peace on her. Okay. <laughs> Bowie, like Bowie the... has a weird haircut, too, back oh, yeah. then. It's like bangs that are, like, up here by his hairline. It's like I kind of like that Mr. section that he added to the song. Yeah, I do, too. Yeah. But that haircut, Mr. Spock looked at that haircut and said, dude, that's not good. All right. Question three. Three Question to five. Question three. Uh, which record is not in the top five best-selling Christmas albums of all time? And this is only according to the sound scan. Okay. Numbers. So uh, that would be Noel by Josh Groban, uh, Beyond the Season by Garth Brooks, or These Are Special Times by Celine Dion. It is not in the top five of all time. Wow. That's tough. I'm going to say, man, those hillbillies like their music. <laughs> I'm going to say Garth Brooks, though. Even though I like Garth, I'm going to say Garth. You took two in a row now. All right. I know. That, just, that surprised Celine, me. Celine Dion and that Josh Groban just felt like like that was all over the place. Yeah, like when my, it's, like, it's surprising to me that the Josh Groban one is just because that's within the last few years. Yeah. Nobody buys records anymore. No, no. So I'm going by, you know, if my mom knows who someone is. Then it's really, really reached right. <laughs> deep, and I know that my mom ha- has talked about Celine Dion and jo- Josh Groban before. Yeah. Oh, that Josh Groban's got a wonderful voice. <laughs> that yeah, then his is number two. Wow, can he can he sing? I was just thinking about this the other day because I I was playing a one three point five. It's got the Christmas music on, uh-huh. and a Josh Groban Christmas song came on, and I'm like, is it possible for Josh Groban to sing like? Like a different style of music, or does it always have to be that? I think it kind of does. Like the guy can sing, not saying he can't, but 
But like I, he he can't go up in karaoke and sing, uh, you know, something that's not like that, right? It's weird. I actually funny you should bring this up because I went to see Ben Folds a couple years ago, okay, and Josh Groban came out. And sang. I don't know why they uh-huh. did this, but he sang one of Ben Folds' songs. Like and, the band played it, but Josh Groban sang the song. And did he sing it like them or like Josh Groban? It was kind of Josh Grobany. Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? Yeah. So, so then for for me, is he that good of a singer? <laughs> but I mean, you could kind of say that with a lot of people, though. Couldn't I guess you? So. Like if you know, you're not. Gonna... I like to see. I like. I like. I would like to hear. Josh Groban tackle Refugee by Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Right. Let's see what he can he can do with that. Yeah, but on the other hand, what's Tom Petty going to do with a Josh Groban? That's song? true. It's the people who sing like Josh Groban. It almost feels like they're trying to sing like that. Right. You know what I mean? Like it, it doesn't, doesn't seem, seem like a natural. Doesn't voice seem like a natural out. voice. I totally agree. That's why I don't have any in my collection. <laughs> Nor do I. And if I did, it would be a Christmas album. You know yeah, what I mean? For sure. It couldn't just be any, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Here we uh, go. Yeah, uh, but also, side note, that surprisingly, that Garth Brooks album is not even close to the top five. It's number 17. Yeah, I haven't, I, I like Garth Brooks a lot, and I don't, uh, I don't own his Christmas album. Yeah, I didn't know he had one. I mean, it makes sense that he does. I don't even know if I knew he had one either. Yeah. Uh, all right, so number four. Uh, You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch is number 16 on the best-selling Christmas singles of the SoundScan era. Mm -hmm. Who sang it? And when you say the name, I'm going to know it. I I wonder, especially since you were talking about your love of the Grinch earlier. So I feel like now I kind of don't even want to read the names. I want to see if you can pull it. Oh, man. Because, yeah, it's a pretty... uh, It's... It's a ridiculous sounding name, and so all your choices are ridiculous sounding as well. Well, let me hear it. Then. Uh, you got to get because I can't pull it. All right, is it Greer Martini? No. Elpidio Beltran? Nope. Or Thurl Ravenscroft? No, I really don't know. I don't know. <laughs> the third one. Thurl Ravenscroft? Yeah. Right again. All right. <laughs> yeah. I. Uh, by the way. Greer Martini just found out yesterday is a football player for Notre Dame, <laughs> and I thought that name was incredible. You tweeted it. I did. That's funny. <laughs> uh, I have a fascination with ridiculous names. Are you a Notre Dame fan? I actually grew up really close to there. I lived in Michigan, but we lived like right on the state line. So my my whole family, even though we're from Pennsylvania, we're really close to actually Penn State. Okay. Uh, University. My whole family's diehard Notre Dame fans. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, I lived like 20 minutes from the campus growing up. It's a great so. campus, South Bend, Indiana. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, they've looked really good at the beginning of the year, and then they've fallen apart in the last they few weeks. Four losses, right? Yeah, three in a row. Have you ever been next to a college football player? Yes. Not in a long time, but I have. It's crazy <laughs> how big those dudes are. Yeah, I still have like, a hard time believing. It's so weird that they're on this like pedestal, or whatever, but they're they're college kids. I know it's such a weird thing. But uh, like I remember, the best player for our high school team was nowhere near the size or greatness of of a, a college player. Uh huh. You know, like, I I met some of those Notre Dame players when I was like. In college, and I was like, "Jesus, this guy is. These guys are enormous. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Football, yeah. 
Um, two more. One more. One more. Yes. I'm three for four though. Yeah, you're doing you're doing good. Uh, last one. What is the best selling Christmas slash holiday single of the SoundScan era? Uh, is it "All I Want for Christmas Is You" by Mariah Carey, mm-hmm. the Hanukkah song by Adam Sandler, wow, or the Chipmunk song? No, it's the Chipmunk song. It is not the Chipmunk song. Then it's Mariah. It's Mariah. Yeah, that's a great song. Yeah, that, that is a great song. Yeah, that. that I knew it wasn't huge. Adam, even though that's fun. I think that's like it's up there though. I think yeah. it is like number six. I forgot to make a note of that. But Have yeah, you heard think... Neil Diamond's version? <laughs> yeah. But he sings why it. Does that happen? I don't know. He sings it so straight up, like not an air of like that. It's not a funny song. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just like it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, because does wait, is Neil Diamond mentioned in the original version? Is... No, you think he would be though? Yeah, I was like, maybe is that why he did a cover of it? But he um, why did he? Someone just told me the story. Uh, David Wilde, I think, told me the story. He was just on my podcast. We did a Neil Diamond episode. Your podcast, Rock Solid, by the way. Oh, yeah. I haven't promoted it at all. Uh, yeah, my podcast, Rock Solid. Um, just go to iTunes and type in Rock Solid. <laughs> I've been on the show before. You you have been on the show. We talked about drummers. You were on the show a long time ago. It was a You need time. to come back. I haven't been invited. <laughs> <laughs> If you know anyone that would like to have me, you know, you can you can send along my email. What would you like to do? What would you if you came back, what would our topic be? Do you have a topic? Not that you have to have a topic, but I'm just asking. I don't want well, to do drummers again. We could. I mean what would you like to do? I think Christmas might make sense. I just did a Christmas you episode. Son of a bitch. Well Thanksgiving songs then. <laughs> Thanksgiving songs. Uh I don't know. If I, we, I could think I could think on it. Come on think of a topic. Right. Email me. I'll say I never got it. No. No, seriously. Think of a topic and send it to me. Because, um, yeah, I'd love to have you back. You were good. You had good stuff. You lo- I, I still remember um, that you played Fool in the Rain was one of your dr- and Love that. That's, that's like my, that might be my favorite Led Zeppelin song. And yet, until you really pointed it out to me, I never really focused on how great the drums are. It's, now It feels so good. I know. And now I'm like, well, how did I not really... Cause That's I love what sells the song for me. Like yeah. I like that song, mm-hmm. but I have Zeppelin songs that I like way more. But you just can't beat the drums. It's in that, that song. song uh, Plants is like sings differently on that song. Like he's he's singing like a pop song. It almost you know what I mean. Yeah, it's still a rock song, but like so many times I don't know what Robert Plant's saying even to this day. I don't know <laughs> what he's saying sometimes. Yeah. But in that song, I know everything that's going on. Right, love it. Yeah. Um, Oh, by the way, we didn't. Cl- you got three out of five on the Christmas quiz. So before before you finished, that was the Christmas We're quiz. Find out how smart you is when you take the Christmas quiz. And then I blew it and I played the wrong version. That was the we Christmas just quiz. Found out how smart you was you took the Christmas quiz. All right. Who's singing that? That's me. Oh, nice. That's me on everything, man. That's a whole. You're like you're like a Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> sure. <laughs> You just go in, you play it all. I could have said Prince. Could have said a number of people. You could have. You could have gone Dave Grohl. You could Dave have Grohl. Gone, uh, McCartney's probably done it before. Yeah, he did it on a lot of Beatles songs. Yeah. What? Um, so this uh, this is going to air Wednesday, but Friday, you and I will be at the 
sixth annual Podcastathon yes, to benefit sir. Smile Train. Looking forward to uh, it. Uh, on the West Coast, it airs uh, noon till midnight. Actually, I can tell you it's going to go till one. Um, <laughs> on the East Coast, that would be three till four in the morning. Mm-hmm. You can watch it via, it streams live for free via podcast.com. Or nevernotfunny.com. Or nevernotfunny.com. Right? Never Just yeah. go to either one of those and it'll be right there. And uh, to date, I think we've raised over half a million dollars. So 144000 in one night alone last year. Yeah. So it's pretty It's pretty fun. It's I I uh, am such a fan of that show and I love it and I I told Jimmy when he was on the mm-hmm. show I just I sent an email to Matt last year before mm-hmm. knowing it was coming up it was yeah. the first year I was going to actually be in town yeah. and you know you guys would do the the drum rolls every mm-hmm. year so I was yep. like do you do you want to, want me to do a drum roll to, yeah to do and and they went for it I kind of just thought like I wouldn't even get a reply but uh, they went for it I, and I, now I'm coming back this year I like when they go for stuff because what anything that can add to that that twelve hour live experience yeah. I mean it's um the show flies by it's so fun like if if people listening have not checked it out yeah please do because it's one it's a great cause and right. it's just Highly entertaining, and, and there's fun. and there'll be there's there's like th- three guests every hour. There's like a guest every twenty minutes. Yeah, and we've had you know who have we had Conan O'Brien, Zach Galifianakis, Sarah Silverman, John Hamm, Amy Poehler. I mean, so many people that I'm that I'm forgetting. Yeah, they, Lisa, Lisa Loeb. I know I've uh, I know you can't. That tends to be a surprise, but I have heard Jimmy announce a cut. I know they've said. They have announced that Weird Al is going to be there, Al. which is very exciting. So I don't think he's going to perform, but he's going right. to crack wise and chat. Mm-hmm. And, and I think uh, I heard Sarah's going to be there too. Right? Yeah. And um, but I've seen the list, and it's pretty cool. Nice. And, yeah, I'm uh, really looking forward to it. Uh, a lot of favorites. You know, there's a there's a bunch of guys who've been on every year that are just fan favorites and just love doing it. And yeah. And uh, so yeah, it's it's exciting. It's really one of the best things, most fun things I do all year. Yeah, yeah, it absolutely is. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I was very, very, very excited to get an email from Matt asking me to come back. Yeah. So, and we, uh, we did do when we, we did do it. Um, this is the third year that we're doing it noon to to midnight because we used to do it like six. Did we do it six a.m. six p.m. to six a.m. Mm-hmm. And then we were just like, why are we? <laughs> well, I mean, the audience gets tired. We get tired. I mean, you just yeah. no matter what you do, you you just get tired. But if you do it. Noon to midnight. Everyone's everyone's up noon to midnight. Yeah, it makes especially on a holiday weekend. Mm-hmm. So it's so yeah. No one feels tired. Everyone's jazzed, and you yeah. know. And when Jimmy reads, okay, coming out next, boom! It's like, yeah, what the? Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah, it's gonna be fun. Nice, totally fun. Yeah. So uh, that's the Friday day after Thanksgiving. So tune in and uh, and donate and donate. Yes. Surgeries to fix a cleft palate, 250 bucks. Out the door. Mm-hmm. That's pretty, it. Pretty great. Yeah. So, you know, any any little bit helps. Absolutely. As people say in all charities. <laughs> no amount is too small. Exactly. But this one, since, for the, since the outcome, I mean, look, if you donate to something else where they're trying to find a cure, you know, that's great. But uh-huh. this is real. This is like, th- this is, this is. What do I want to say? What's the $250? Something happens. Yeah. You're not, uh, yeah, you're not in search of something. Right. Right. You're only in search of money. Right. Something happens. Something gets done. 
you change someone's life for $250. Yeah. You're not raising awareness. Right. Like, yeah. And, and my mom, I want to punch my mom right in the mouth. <laughs> Whenever, because my mom will say, she'll say, well, couldn't some of that money go to kids in this country? Yeah. I'm like, okay. Do you see any kids walking around with cleft palate at 12 years old? Right. I go, no, because in this country, they just, oh, cleft palate. Okay, we'll take care of that, uh, you know, a day after the kid's born. It's not mm-hmm. a thing. Right. It just gets done. Yeah, good point. Uh, punch my mom in the face. Merry Christmas. <laughs> take that. Here's f- I got five presents for you. <laughs> I hate when she says stuff like that. <laughs> Drives me um, crazy. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh no, I was. I was just. That's a. That's a great thing to wrap up on. Yes. Wanting to punch your mom. Yes. Merry mom. Christmas, mom. Uh, well, before before we do finish, is there anything else you wanted to? Uh, I mean, you have Rock Solid. No, just uh, listen to Rock Solid. We. Uh, it's just a comedy music podcast. We just do fun topics every week, and uh, I have four rotating co-hosts. I have Mike Siegel and April Richardson. Mm-hmm. And April's done this before. Murray Valeriano and. Uh, Christy Stratton and uh, they're all good they all have different musical tastes they all bring something different to the show I really like having the four rotating hosts we also I try to get musical guests every once in a while this past year we had uh, Suzanne Hoffs and um, some other people I just can't think Uh, but uh, yeah it's just it feels different every week and it feels fun I have fun doing it every week I look forward to doing it so it's just a fun show if you like music we're not pretentious. We're not. Uh, we don't give some critical, you know, analytical critique of. We just go. Oh, I love this song. Yeah, it just has. It has song. the word truck in it. <laughs> <laughs> that could be our topic: songs with the word truck in it. Perfect. But uh, and Tony Thaxton will be on in 2015, probably late in the year. Yeah. No, Susie comes up with a topic. The pressure's. I mean, on. We could do drums again, but it just yeah. feels like. It Been feels like then that. it's just like. Uh, Tony and drums. That's it. That's all the guy can talk about. Tony's got. Uh, well, thanks for having me on this show. I appreciate thanks it. I'm glad we finally, we've been talking about it for a long time. No, yeah, you were, I was supposed to have you like a year ago. Yeah. And I got sick on you. Well, I didn't get sick on you. Right. But, uh, but I had you to know. cancel on. I mean, I had to cancel when I thought you might unexpectedly show up. <laughs> it's fine. This is perfect because we get to promote podcastathon. So. Absolutely. All right, Pat. Well, Merry so Christmas. Merry Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, we'll just talk. Yeah, Christmas. I'm yeah. going to see you in two days from now, from the airing of this. <laughs> Fair enough. Let's pretend like we don't know each other. Done. <laughs> <laughs> see ya. All righty. We've come to the end once again. Thank you for listening, as always. Thank you, Pat Francis, for stopping by. He gave you his plugs, but I'll also tell you he's on Twitter at Pat underscore Francis. think something was wrong nope i just stopped talking for some reason not great on an audio podcast but you know what else isn't great on an audio podcast me in general so uh you know we told you all about podcastathon please donate to that it's a great cause and a great show watch that um i also have my kickstarter like i said that's gonna end december 7th december 7th i almost said 17th it's december 7th the night of at midnight uh, that's so all you have all of the seventh, so it gets technically on the eighth is when it's done. Anyways, but if it's between either or, donate to Smile Train, don't do my dumb Kickstarter. But I would love it if you did. <laughs> Quite the salesman, but it's about the children, not me. The children. Uh, 
nothing else to promote at this point other than to let you know Christmas is December 25th. That's going to do it. My name is Tony Thaxton. That's Ben Rigby. And as always, we wish you a Merry Christmas.